0: That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And uh, we have a lot on our plate uh, these days. We have a lot of work ahead of us. And, you know, we're waiting on uh, the AZ audit uh, and we're waiting on a lot of other things. But uh, I will tell you that we have a lot of work and we have been fighting the good fight. But So are the Democrats. The Democrats are highly organized. So um, one of the things I read, uh, this great tweet says, Democrats don't want to hand over router passwords in Arizona for the same reason that Democrats can't find chain of custody documents for mail-in ballots in Georgia, and for the same reason that 135,000 votes are magically preloaded into machines by Democrats in the New York City's mayor race where Eric Adams apparently won by about 10,000 votes. And you just got to wonder, when is it going to stop? When is this election rigging going to stop? Of course the Democrats know that, uh, that rigging elections... And all the things that they're doing are going to destroy our country. I think that's their mission. You know, they don't even recognize our country's history. There's this big talk. um, This uh, wine gardener woman from uh, the American Teachers Federation or American Federation for Teachers um, was given a speech, a wildly, ridiculously Marxist, grossly socialist, speech, where she basically claims that uh, everything that the teachers' unions endorsed for the last 20, 30, 40 years with regard to teaching history in our classrooms was a lie, and that now all of a sudden we're, you know, run by a bunch of racists and white people are bad. Never mind what Martin Luther King said, never mind... You know, common sense, never mind the lessons we've learned from segregation. I'll never mind these things, never mind the science with regard to COVID or the vaccines, but we're getting it from all fronts. New York State, Andrew Cuomo, put, put out a, uh, dec- a declaration of emergency for the crime spike in their state. And you know why that is, right? You know that that's because he wants to confiscate your guns and he wants to use the executive orders that work so well for their COVID days. They work so well for COVID that he's going to go back to that emergency order well. you know, Never mind the fact that he raped women and he killed senior citizens by putting them in uh, COVID patients in nursing homes And raping women and paying them to stay quiet. Never mind any of that. He's still sitting there in the governor's mansion in Albany. And for what? So he can issue more government mandates, draconian laws, and basically uh, not work with his state legislature? In trying to restrict your gun use? Restrict your ability to buy a gun, restrict, uh, perhaps even go door to door and confiscate your guns. Just like Biden said yesterday, he wants to go door to door to make sure you got a vaccine that was supposed to be voluntary. Tell me where in the world does HIPAA say that the government can come knocking on your door for an experimental emergency vaccine that's not even a vaccine by definition and go door to door and make sure that you get the vaccine. Well, of course, we know the reason for that is they need 70% threshold or more in order to get corporations to support vaccine passports so that they can control your every aspect of your every life. So they can really drop the hammer on where you go. What you, do you have your papers? Are you wearing that star on your, your um, bicep? Where are your papers, sir? Where are your papers? You can't come in here without your papers. And if you don't have your papers, then put on that mask. Wear that mask in this store. And there goes your Privacy. Because everybody in the store knows, oh, there's the mask wearer. Let's shame, 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 shame. And they're going to say, where's his mask? He didn't wear a mask. He must be a Trump supporter. Let's clobber him over the head. Or are we going to wear wristbands too? Or isn't that what a mask is? A mask is like wearing a wristband that says, I'm stupid, I'm a sheep. Or it might say, I'm wearing a red MAGA hat. I'm we- we're wearing red MAGA underwear underneath here because I secretly support Donald Trump. This is all a reaction to Trump derangement syndrome. Everything we're seeing right now has to do with Trump. They hate Trump so much that they're printing out stories, old hashed out stories from John Kelly's new book where he said, that Trump said that Hitler did good things. What? Well, that was taken out of context. The fact is, there's America has done good things too. America has done bad things. That's taken out of context. As I said yesterday when we were talking about what Cori Bush said and how we need to weigh our country's history for the good and the bad... We can't just tear down a statue of Teddy Roosevelt or, or Thomas Jefferson or George Washington without weighing the aggregate, weighing the whole picture. Because if their good outweighs their bad, then maybe the statue belongs where it belongs. It was put up there for a reason. It could be taken down with due process and a vote democratically. But the idea is is to weigh things out. Good versus evil. We know that Hitler's evil outweighed his good. Charlie Manson, for heck, heck, Charlie Manson probably did a couple of good things in his life, but his evil outweighed his good. Hitler's evil outweighed his good. But to take Trump out of context, and for John Kelly to do that and write it in a book, and now the left wing media is harping all over it because they realize that Trump is still their existential threat. Trump is a threat to their existence, the liberals' agenda's existence. So, you know, now that he's got this great rally behind him in Sarasota or the Wellington rally and all these other great rallies and great things, you know, we have basically a lot of uh, things to be encouraged about with Donald Trump leading the party, but the Democrats are worried. So they bring out their media, they gaslight the public, and try to suggest that somehow Trump and Hitler were the same kind of nationalists. Yet everybody with half a brain knows that Hitler was a nationalist, socialist, communist, and Trump was a nationalist, populist, capitalist federalist more power to the states is what federalism means not the definition of of fascism fascism is in a quick definition for fascism it's centralized authority i looked it up it's easy to 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 remember that what is fascism centralized authority What do the the Democrats want? They want to federalize elections. They want federal power. They want to have federal agents go to your door and check and see whether you've gotten a vaccine that was supposed to be voluntary in response to a bioweapon that China unleashed that our government is covering up, that Dr. Fauci lied about when he talked about his distance between him and gain-of-function. And the funding that he supervised and outlaid and signed off on to where we have these organizations that were working hand in glove with gain of function. And they let the they let the monster out of the cage. And now for some reason they can't seem to put it back in the cage. At first it was COVID. Now it's now it's this delta virus all over the world in India that, that might find a new way to beat the vaccine. And then all of a sudden they got this new one because Delta wasn't going anywhere. They started running studies about India saying, no, the numbers are matching up with the United States and everywhere else that this is being, this is a ruse that, that Delta is not as big of a threat as they once thought. Forget about the fact that India was using ivermectin. They're using ivermectin. We're not allowed to use hydroxychloroquine or hi- ivermectin. They banned it because that would let the cat out of the ba- bag. That This COVID virus has a survival rate of over ninety-nine point nine eight percent for people that are 30 and under, almost 100% survival rate. And with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, it's a 100% survival rate. If you have an antibody, it's 110% survival rate. No, it's 100% survival rate. They're not even taking the antibody uh, test to see whether you need the vaccine or not. They're just saying, take the test. Why? Because the system they're about to roll out in place has a lot to do with public policy that's unconstitutional. In, in, the, in the state of an emergency. And what keeps on throwing wrinkles into this whole thing is these new variants that are coming out. They're basically saying, your vaccine doesn't work. The Lambda strain, the one that's coming out of South America and elsewhere and is in Australia and UK, well, it's getting around the vaccines. The vaccines are neutralized to this Lambda virus. So it's going to go all the way into the election so that they can rig another one so that they could do what Andrew Cuomo just did with his gun, gun legislation. He doesn't want to blame the criminal, and he wants to let them out with cash bail, and he doesn't understand that maybe that's the problem. No, he wants to take away hunters' guns. People that want to protect their house because they got a governor that wants to defund the police. He wants to take the gun out of their hand so they can no longer protect their family. From intruders who basically don't give two craps about a law that says you got to have a certification for your gun. They get it on the black market and they shoot people in the head with it. In Chicago, there's people dying left and right from stray bullets, from uncertified, unregistered, untraceable guns. And somehow taking away innocent people's guns is the answer to their problems. It's ridiculous. They're coming after your guns. Just look at the New York State, Andrew Cuomo, state of emergency. That state of emergency gives him powers that he otherwise would not have. The same kind of powers he used and misused and abused with the COVID response. They want to go door to door and make sure you got a vaccine that they said was voluntary. That we're finding out doesn't even work and it's ruining the lives of many innocent people. Healthy individuals with heart ailments. And then they want to execute climate terror. Not climate change. Not climate initiatives. Not climate policy. They want to initiate climate terrorism. They'll hack your world and ransom you to death. Send you broke. And they're only doing it to industries that will actually be good for green green initiatives they'll hack your oil and they'll hack your beef and at the same time that they're hacking your oil and beef they're blaming russia for it they always blame russia but they have no proof they just do it at the same time they're hacking your oil, and hacking your beef, they're shutting down pipelines in America while throttling up pipelines in Russia and Europe. With the Nordstrom 2 they're, they're ramping it up. With the Keystone XL, they're taking tearing it down, which results in tens of thousands of losses of jobs for middle-class Americans. Meanwhile, they're reducing the supply, which sends the price of oil up, Because we're no longer energy independent. We were under Trump. We're no longer energy independent. OPEC is gaining strength. Iran, our worst enemy in the Middle East, is gaining strength. So they could take their profits and blow up pizzerias in Israel with their militant arm called Hezbollah. And Hamas, Palestinians' militant arm that also hates Israel and hates America, we want to give Palestinians all kinds of money. So Palestinian and Hamas, Iran and Hezbollah are being emboldened with oil riches, as is Europe Europe and Russia. China is being emboldened because they have a bioweapon that's floated around the world and put many people out of business, rigged elections, and disrupted supply chains. Meanwhile, they're back in business. They got Hong Kong under their thumb. They got the Uyghurs under their thumb. And all their problems with regard to phase one, phase two treaties and trade deals went to the wayside. So they won like no one ever won before. Meanwhile, Biden is making backroom deals as he always has with China. Remember when Hunter Biden went to China on Air Force Two with his daddy when they were vice president. These deals are continuing to thrive. So they're taking away your guns in New York State. They're going to use this emergency powers to do it. They're trying to take away your guns elsewhere. They're opening your borders, which is basically watering down the middle class vote Every time tens of thousands of people come through your border and vote, it's watering down the power and, and status of, and significance of the middle class vote. Because with every voter that comes through the southern border, it neutralizes a valid vote. With every illegal vote, it neutralizes a legal vote. Every one vote neutralizes a legal vote. And it's the only class that they need to worry about isn't the upper class that votes liberal. It isn't the super impoverished that need the government, so they vote liberal. It's the middle class, and because you can't crush them fast enough, you need to water down their power of their vote. You need to water it down. It's like inflation. It's like printing more dollar bills in order to devalue the dollar. And they're doing that too. Look at our debt is over $30 trillion. We're going to have to print money hand over fist. And by the time we're done paying off our debt with a printing press, our dollar value will be nothing. So they got door-to-door vaccines, mandates, not volunteer, and they're doing that, again, because they want to get to 70% plus threshold because they're trying to push unconstitutional laws that mandate that you put a jab in your arm, that you have a vaccine passport to control your every movement and to decide whether or not you could travel or not. And why are they doing that? They, they're doing... This 70% because everything I just said is unconstitutional. It won't fly in a conservative Supreme Court. And if it does, they're going to basically pack the court to 13 members so they can water down that vote. But at the end of the day, what's happening is they need corporate, private corporations to do their dirty work for them. Private corporations aren't bound by the Constitution in the same way that the government laws are. the laws that could be overturned by a Supreme Court. So what they're doing is they they want the corporations to do their dirty work, but the corporations aren't going to take a financial hit. They have a fiduciary duty to their shareholders. They have a fiduciary duty to maximize profits. So what they're going to do is get this number, by hook or by crook, upwards. Just like they're trying to get registered vo- re- people to register to vote. It's the same playbook. They get your your, reg- your registration. They convert that into a ballot. Now your ballot's voting whether you like it or not. Whether you know about it or not. Whether you're legal or not. Whether you're of age or not. Whether you're dead or not those registrations are turning into ballots and those ballots are turning into votes. And they're using the machines to calculate exactly what is needed so that they don't overstep the boundaries that will get them caught. So this door-to-door vaccine thing that Biden was talking about has everything to do with getting the numbers up to a point where Corporations will adopt and abide and oblige the government wishes and guidelines, not in the form of law, but corporations as a private corporation can mandate what gets done, whether or not a person can walk in without a vaccine and without a mask, and they could say, show me your vaccine passport, and if you don't have one, you have to put on a mask which is a violation, in my opinion, of a HIPAA HIPAA, uh, medical privacy. So corporations then adopt this policy to where it's not a law, but it becomes almost impractical for people to not get the vaccine because the inconveniences are so great. You're going out with your friends one day to a concert. You got the tickets. You paid for them. And next thing you know, because you're the only one with a vaccine, you either either have to sit there with your group of friends wearing a stupid mask, which outs you as what? A Republican? out you as a Trump supporter? out you as a what? What does it out you as? It certainly is a violation of HIPAA because everybody knows you didn't get the vaccine. That's a violation of your privacy. But nevertheless... The corporations will adopt it and say, well, this is just us. We're not bound by the Constitution. We have a right to determine safety uh, measures for our customers. So, and they'll get bold and they'll get bossy and they'll tell you what to do and they'll point their finger in your uh, face because they already got the economy of scale. They already got the numbers that they need to take to their shareholders and go to a vote and say, we are not going to get hit with that much of a burden financially. And for the first six-month rollout or year, we might take a little loss, but not significant because we already got the threshold up to 75%. So we're good. We're to keep that other 75% customer base because, hey, there's another set of numbers that say, I'm uncomfortable going to stores because... I can't trust that everybody's been got, gotten the vaccine or has an antibody and could get me a virus. So, uh, so they would work that out on a spreadsheet, figure out how they can boss you around, just like they basically told you, listen up, folks. If you're going to watch an NFL game, we're going to tell you you're racist and tell you how to end it. Or listen up, folks. We're going to go ahead and tell you that this Marxist group, Black Lives Matter, really is a great group. We're going to paint Black Lives Matter branding all up and down the floorboards of our basketball courts so that you know damn well that this group is for real. And the State Department will get into it too, putting rainbow flags and, and, uh, and Black Lives Matter flags all over the place. As if taxpayers don't even have a choice as to how their money is spent. I certainly wouldn't buy a Black Lives Matter Marxist flag. Nor a rainbow flag, which, you know, God bless them, if you want to be a homosexual in this country, you're entitled to it. But to suggest that somehow your sexual choice has something to do with race, ethnicity, or religious freedom, because you choose to do it another way, shouldn't be anything of a burden for me as a Christian. I shouldn't have to pay tax dollars that end up in the pockets of people printing up and sewing up uh, stitching up rainbow flags or putting flags up on top of my state department in every country in the in the in the, in the world. It's crazy where how we've gotten here. It, there's no due process is how we got here. And these aren't laws being passed in every state or in every uh, by our legislature these aren't laws these are guidelines these are basically exceptions and decisions made by leadership in these organizations what worries me now is the IRS just got billions of dollars in funding and tens of th- thousands of new employees to crack down on American families like the Gestapo. It's going to basically be another way to attack the middle class. It's going to be a way to take away your jobs, your Keystone Pipeline job. It's going to be a way to raise your oil prices and beef prices to feed your family and fuel your family and keep your family warm and safe. It's going to be another way to take away your family's guns so that you can protect yourself when and if the liberals decide to really defund the police like they've promised and like they've done. Where is it going to end? This is an attack on the American people by a fictitious government that has been installed by uh, in the wake of a rigged election because there's no way their policies would fly. We see the social media arm of the Liberal Party, the mainstream media arm, uh, fudging with the numbers. They're basically taking dislikes, millions of dislikes, uh, aggregately, toward Biden. And they're throttling them down. And there's case after case after case where all these dislikes, and they're going to say, well, it was a bot. It was a right-wing bot. I guarantee you it's not a right-wing bot. I I can you all you have to do is look at the numbers of how many people like them, and those numbers aren't being fudged. But the dislikes are going through the roof. People are so unhappy, but we got people like Frank Luntz putting out fake polls in the name of their pay, uh, personal fortune because they're financed by Google and big tech, who are controlling the polls and the pollsters. And who are controlling the narrative and the messaging. And who are controlling what the mainstream media says. Because they want access to the Chinese market. And China knows it. And China knows that they're the supply chain mecca. China knows that it's their cheap labor that everybody needs. And that's why Europe has sold out on America. By buying Russian oil and by buying Chinese labor. And when they can't guarantee that they're always going to be uh, leveraged properly with respect to Chinese labor, they import labor. They might start a war in Syria, send all the refugees from Syria to to Europe, and have them drive your Ubers and Lyft cars around. Or have them do one of those other gig economy jobs. Because after all, the people that are sitting at the board of Lyft for example, is Valerie Jarrett. So she's going to personally see to it that Obama's dream of importing all kinds of illegals into our country are going to also find jobs at Lyft because she's on the board and she dictates and says what goes on. So basically these gig economies are going to be very lax with how they hire legal citizens or illegals or refugees or what have you. And there are going to be all these loopholes in coordination with the United Nations to basically put these things out there. That's why one of the last things that Obama did when he left office was he gave $9.6 billion to the United Nations. And he probably, there were some strings attached, obviously, there had to have been. I would not be surprised if one of the strings attached to that $9.6 billion was a refugee conduit program that partnered up with gig economy businesses, sort of like Lyft and Uber, and then installed board members that were part of his cabinet onto these boards or board members that are part of the Pentagon brass onto these boards, basically to use corporations to adopt public policies that they can't pass through Congress because they either don't have the votes or it won't be constitutional. So the way they're going about uh, going around it is by using woke corporations, and we've seen them rear their ugly head. These multinational corporations like Coca-Cola and Pepsi-Cola and with Home Depot and Lowe's and Amazon They get all their goods from China and they get all their labor and outsource it. They get access to slave labor that the mainstream hardware shop doesn't get. So how can the mainstream hardware shop compete with Home Depot or Lowe's? And why is it that these uh, multinational corporations don't complain when Black Lives Matter burns their stores down? Whether it's Walmart or AutoZone, These places were set on fire and looted. But it was for the greater good. The greater good is to support Black Lives Matter in Antifa because the liberals told them to do it. Because if you want access to the slave labor markets in multinational uh, countries, whether it's a developing nation in Africa or South America or Chinese slave labor markets in Asia... You're going to win because no one can compete with the prices, the pricing that you're getting for that market. And even India gets involved with telecommunications in a big way, and pharmaceuticals in a big way, and poppy seed trades for opioids in a big way. India's involved too. And so all of this is part and parcel of a globalist economy, this globalist economy consortium, this the, when they get together and they determine how many lives they're going to save and how many they're not, is very much akin to what Bill Gates said in that clip I played yesterday and I've played on many occasions, where he uses abortions and death panels for socialized medicine and vaccines to control world populations, to reduce populations, is what he said, from 9 billion to 6.5 billion. Get that number down, not up. Up would mean saving lives. Down means you're taking lives. Which worries me about this RDNA vaccine. In response to a bioweapon that was put out there by China, but nobody knows for sure, was it a bioweapon man-made but through gain of function out of the Wuhan lab? I think I know. But nobody's going to finalize that. If you listen to Biden, it's always in a committee somewhere and they're going to come up with a finding that's inconclusive. You watch. Not enough to press charges. We don't have a case against China. And someone was going to pay somebody something for that decision. Trust me. And it's the same thing across the board. It's being done in so many different ways across the board whether it's voting machines, kickbacks, rigged elections, you name it. But the other arm of this is the censorship and the big tech that we're going with here. I'm banned on Facebook right now for doing nothing wrong. They just don't like the fact that I'm putting out things that cause people to think or tell the truth about certain issues. But you can't get there unless you have election rigging because nobody's going to sign up and vote for this. I guarantee you if you found out what the real results were for this election rigging, you would find out that the numbers were completely different than what they were. That's why this AZ audit is so important. Let's just hope that nobody gets to them with $25 million to, 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 to fudge it down to calm it down. Let's hope that there are some people out there that won't sell out for money. Let's hope that we can get to the bottom of this election rigging once and for all. All the Republicans have wanted, everybody that's listening to this show, all they want is a fair election. That much I can assure you. I get people writing in all the time. That's all they want just a fair election. A fair election so that we don't have to put up with this critical race theory and all the funding that the teachers' unions are getting to propagate this, this, these lies. To say that they weren't teaching critical race theory except for in law school is a flat-out lie that Weingart are told. To put an end to this nonsense of climate change Now, climate changes, but climate change, it's not settled science as to whose fault it is. And if it's even, even if they, it's true that if, even if it's, even if it's true that when they say it's man-made, then why isn't the Chinese man paying taxes or footing the bill for this? Why isn't, why isn't the Indian man, the man from India, why is it? Just the American man and woman that's paying out the nose for these things. And not just with tax dollars, but with job losses. The Keystone Pipeline and all of those other things we just talked about are absolutely part of it. You know, um, we're being attacked on all fronts. They want to take away your guns. They want to mandate the vaccine. They want to uh, uh, roll out vaccine passports, which would be a complete and utter nightmare. They want to not just engage in climate debate, but climate terrorism, where you don't have a choice. You don't have a say. You don't have a word. Basically, when they jack up the prices of your beef and your oil, It'll be so cost prohibitive that you'll make the choice on your own, that you can no longer afford to drive, or eat meat. That'll make Bill Gates happy, who basically is endorsed beyond beef, and and is the biggest farm owns the most farmland in America. Has been pushing out synthetic beef for the last decade that has formaldehydes in it, like Roundup uh, sprays. Uh, And who knows what you're consuming, but it may not be as healthy as a real piece of beef. And at the same time that the same guy that's putting out vaccines and wants to reduce the world's population with vaccines, abortions, and death panels, it's the same guy that owns the most farmland that actually controls the food that comes out of the earth that you eat, consume, and is advancing the idea that 100% synthetic beef should be consumed by 100% of the people. Coming from a guy that wants to reduce the world's population doesn't make me feel great. Coming from a guy that wants to mandate vaccine passports and vaccines in every arm on the planet, and then coming from the guy that wants to indoctrinate your mind by putting a computer in front of every single person's face, which is exactly what the whole browser war was about 20 years ago between Netscape and Internet Explorer. And the monopoly that Microsoft had, they wanted to control that space so when you turn on your computer, you will see his indoctrination, not someone else's. It's the reason why Google invested so much in their Chrome browser. They wanted that same impact. But is it any different than critical race theory? I don't believe it is. Indoctrination of our children? Mandating that children who have a 0% chance of dying of COVID get the jab? This is not where we were five years ago. This is worse Nowhere in our history will we be put subjected through this. This is a Hitlerian type of war on its own people. You know, a lot of these things come to mind. And now they're trying to, again, wherever they say, you're the Hitler, you're the racist, that's generally coming from a person who knows the value of their guilt. Because they were the racists. And they were the fascists. Uh, Is there any question that Antifa is the fascist in the room? The one that wants to silence you? The one that wants to uh, punish you for believing a certain belief? Um, Silence you? And control you? And segregate from you? And separate? And attack violently? Unprovoked? That's Antifa? Antifa? That's centralized fascism. That is fascism right there. Centralized authority. Okay? So they're then saying Trump is fascist. Now they got John Kelly's book suggesting in these liberal rags like Huffington Post that somehow Trump said something nice about Hitler that he did some good things too. Well, that's true. How in the world could Hitler have ever rose into power if he didn't do some good things before he actually deceived? But like any socialist, like any communist, like any, any madman, like Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or someone obsessed with power or some radical ideology that people don't want but you're going to force down their throats, whether it's they know best about what you should put in your arm or whether you should have a gun or whatever. Stay out of my life. Stay out of my business. Don't let the government get involved. But they want to control everything you do. And they tell you it's good. You know, it's just like a pedophile that basically says, you know, give a child a lift-up program. And next thing you know, they're, they're, they're tearing that child's life apart. Because they're pedophiles. And they're using it like bait on a hook when they go fishing. They paint up these brochures talking about the humanity of open borders. Then when you go down, you see the reality of it. They're living stacked on top of each other. Or they're dying along the southern border because they can't make it in the heat. And we're supposed to not see that. Our state-run television... Uh, censors it all. Our state-run social media censors it all. So they're censoring and they're indoctrinating at the same time. They're covering up their crimes and they're billing these crimes as things that are good for you, like the American Freedom Act or whatever the H-1 was called, right? They're basically trying to say that anything opposed to their Mandates for rigged elections uh, is suppression of minority votes, but then when you go out and you actually talk to every minority, you get a whole different picture. The minority's saying, what? I'm insulted that you'd think I can't even walk down to this the street and get myself registered to vote or I don't know how to vote or that's somehow going to suppress my vote, or I don't know how to get a proper ID that's absurd and it's insulting and a black person would say that they've run these tests and studies and it's been very comical the left wing is lying to you in the name of humanity in the name of progress in the name of good things they label everything like black lives matter who can complain with that after all, we're all in agreement that all lives matter, which includes Black Lives Matter. But why not just cover more ground and say all lives matter equally? Oh, no, that's not what they're talking about. They want unequal value, they want reparations. You know, nevertheless, they're not grat- grateful uh, and they want to insist that their ancestry die in vain. Or their ancestry was enslaved in vain. Or in the case of Native Americans, they were slaughtered in vain. No, nothing was in vain. Every single thing that happens, whether it's Jeffrey Epstein not killing himself in his prison cell, resulting in better uh, security systems in that prison, they took one for the team, so to speak, Or whether it's they took a bite out of the apple to get Trump out of office and now they're enduring all this pushback with regard to mail-in ballots, ballot harvesting rulings at the Supreme Court, and all these other hits that they're taking. They knew there was going to be fallout once they went in and broke the window and did the crime. This wasn't a sneaky crime. They were desperate. It was sneaky, but it wasn't sneaky enough. This was a smash-and-grab operation, and they knew they were going to get caught red-handed, but it doesn't matter because they're in control of law enforcement. They're in control of it all. Just look at the January 6th infiltration that they like to call an insurrection. It was this um, news anchor on MSNBC that compared it to 9-11 and said it's worse this January 6th thing is just a bunch of BS. They already found out that Lieutenant Byrd was the killer of Ashley Babbitt, but they won't admit it. And this is a bozo the clown cop that left his gun in a bathroom months prior. This is a guy that should have been fired a long time ago. Now is shooting people in the neck and murdering them, and they're unarmed. Does anyone give two craps about Ashley Babbitt? No, but we're going to spend 15 memorial services watching that porn star they call George Floyd. Or we're going to listen to Michael Brown and his hands-up-don't-shoot BS rhetoric in the wake of that. It's a pack of lies. They lie to your face. The media is complicit. And we got to put a stop to it. So in today's show, we talked about the attack on America, and it's coming from all angles. And where the heck is our congressman? Where the heck are our patriots in power that we've elected? We elected them and put them into power. Where's Mitch McConnell? Where is McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy? Probably sleeping around with Frank Luntz and his roommate. You know, and what's uh, what's um, Mitch McConnell doing? Running drugs probably through the Asian Asian Pacific through his uh, through his wife's shipping company. So, you know, there's that's why he got the name Cocaine Mitch, right? They pulled the ship over for smuggling drugs. That's how that happened. It wasn't just made up. I don't think Mitch does cocaine. Maybe he does. Maybe he and his wife do, Elaine Chao. But um, but the point is, is that they're controlling these shipping lanes. What's in those cargo boxes? People? Drugs? Arms? Why is it that George Soros was had a lion's share of stock options in voting machines 20 years ago? Why is it that his hedge fund manager bought out a voting company, machine company, then bought the blueprints and the patents to the company and then started up another company, Smartmatic? It was related to Smartmatic. Why? Of all the different businesses for George Soros to get involved in, why would it be election machines? Just like for all the different... um, businesses for Crawley, the Democrat third and large, uh, the, the person who lost to Ocasio-Cortez. Crawley from New York is the heir, heir to a shipping company, a mecca shipping company called Crawley. They're billions of dollars. And then Cocaine Mitch and Elaine Chow and the shipping company called Foremost Group. You can look it up. Foremost Group. How is it that they're directly involved with shipping? When we know damn well, guess what? We know that the four currencies on the global market are what? What are those four currencies on the global market? Quiz. It's quiz time. The four currencies on the global market are oil, weapons, artillery, drugs, and human trafficking. And every single one of those things has been put, one way or another, into a cargo crate and put on a ship and transported around the world as a way to pay for trade. Because people aren't writing checks. Who do I make this check out to? Hey, Lindsey Lindsay Graham, who do I make the check out to? You and John McCain and Amy Klobuchar, when you're hanging out with Porinchenko on New Year's Eve during Trump's transition period, December 31st, 2016, when you have this gun deal that basically had to happen before Trump got into office, because who knows what he's going to do. We weren't expecting him to win. But now that he did, we're going to have to fast track, because the people that made the guns, uh, were, were paid off by an investor. Maybe it was the guy who owns the Minnesota Twins, Pol- Polar, Poland. Maybe it's one of Amy Klobuchar's deep pocket investors. And that's the reason why she was there. But maybe it's a situation where the investor's going to lose all their money if you don't make that deal happen. You didn't think you were going to run out of time, but now you did. So next thing you know, Lindsey Graham, John McCain, and Amy Klobuchar are hobnobbing through Latvia, Lithuania, uh, Montenegro, Cyprus, all over the doggone place, end up in Ukraine on New Year's Eve partying up with a bunch of soldiers wearing matching colors of the blue and yellow in photograph after photograph handling new weapons. In pictures that I've seen with my own two eyes. Meanwhile, you got Marie Yovanovitch and and all these George Kent and all these other people trying to say the Ukraine call is a impeachable offense. Give me a break. And all of that being done right under the noses. How about the Iran nuclear deal? That was pushed through before Obama left office, right? And the senators were not able to do a doggone thing. And what was that? That was a bunch of payouts right there. That was a big golden parachute to say thank you for your eight years in office. We're going to go out with a bang, and we're going to give, we're going to put 150 billion dollars of play money on the field and divvy it up. Everybody's going to get rich off of that one. And that's what happened there. But these trades, these deals these weapons were being made. If they don't get distrib- sh- packaged up and shipped to Ukraine, the, suppliers, the deal's going go to through, fall through, the supplier's not going to get their money, and they're not going to be able to pay back the investor. And Amy Klobuchar is not going to be happy. I mean, all of those black market deals are happening right be- before our eyes. And it's the military-industrial complex and the very radically left Pentagon, Top Brass, that's involved in these pay to play schemes and they find themselves on TV like McCabe and Clapper and all these people acting as pundits speaking truth to power or is it a pack of lies we really got to get ahead of this corruption in Washington and it needs to start sooner than you can imagine well that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams show and uh I uh Hope you enjoyed this negative show, but, uh, you know, somebody's got to tell a story, right? Well, with that, be sure to check out buglecall.org, magapack.org, and check out scottadamshow.com for the latest podcast. We'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody. the mound's getting steeper. They grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper. Just my kids right up to there.